1: Shamil Hassan, where I bring you the Crypto Corner, where I interview founders, thought leaders, entrepreneurs, musicians, uh, world leaders, and uh, amazing people across the world. And today I have an absolutely amazing guest. She is um, the head of NFTs at Binance and also the head of Binance Charity. Um, Her name is Helen. Hi. Helen, welcome to the show.
0: Gmail, it's my great pleasure to be on
1: your show. It's a great pleasure to have you uh, here today. So let's kick things off um, and ask you first question What is your background, and is it a logical background for what you do now?
0: First, I want to tell you I think uh, I'm a global citizen. Uh, I grew up in China, educated in Britain, and worked uh, in more than 10 years in Africa um actually I worked as United Nation Industrial Development Organization Goodwill Ambassador for Industrialization in Africa I was named as 2015 uh, Young Global Leader by the World Economic Forum. Uh, I was the co-chair of the Global Future Council on the future of consumption of the World Economic Forum. And I was also named 2017 Wu Fellow by UC Berkeley, uh, also named by UBS as the Global Visionary. And I was featured on one to watch for Bloomberg 50 People, who shaped the 2018 in I expected ways list Now currently, I'm heading the Binance Blockchain Charity Foundation with the mandate to use blockchain for social good as well as the NFT platform for Binance.
1: Excellent. Uh, Amazing. So uh, let me ask you first, what is Binance Charity all about, um, including, you know, your, your mission and then your goals and objectives for 2022 and into the future?
0: Can I say a question First, let me start with the vision. We think a world where blockchain technology is a key tool used by business, nonprofits, individuals and governments for uh, good and to use to drive social change, uh, ending all forms of inequality, achieving financial inclusion, and advancing sustainable development. In one things to summarize, leave no one behind. Where we are today, I think we drive transformation crypto giving, uh, repurpose emerging tech as a tool for uh, making the world better and investing in innovation, research, and development uh, of of blockchain for good. Our goal clearly through uh, the cryptocurrency is to equip people with financial independence, driving sustainable development, and close the poverty gap. As part of this, We also work to make a global giving more transparent and address issues such as corruption, lack of trust in nonprofit, high global transfer fees, inefficiency processing, and lack of accountability in donor spending. We founded in 2018, Binance Charity is a 501c3 nonprofit organization registered fully in the US. We have a three pillar approach. Uh, our projects, uh, we approach all our projects with a people first mindset. And this makes our ambition vast to help us remain targeted in our approach to prioritize the bottom billion people and to work towards more equal and sustainable future. We've introduced our five core work stream. Number one, education for strong foundation. Number two, healthy bodies and mind. Number three, our planet, our legacy. Number four, close the poverty gap. Last but not least, eco-future now. Therefore, our platform, I would say Binance Charity is the first ever blockchain-enabled transparent donation platform. And then we have transformed charity by making it 100% transparent. And most importantly, we ensure 100% of the donation go to only the people and project where they need it most. With setting up other NGO partners on our platform so they can benefit from the technology, our goal eventually to have this and as an open source technology tool for the charity globally, and then to help boost efficiency and transparency of our fund. Maybe uh, last, I will talk about our platform. We understood crypto is a young industry requiring more research and development to fully understand and unlock the true potential of its impact for good. So, we're working with the top educational institutions to engage and invest in the brightest minds today uh, through innovation hubs, curriculum development research ground and scholarship. We don't want to wait for the brightest young minds to climb the career ladder before we start to hearing from them. We want to work with those, those individuals today at a very early stage. We want to help them to become the brightest young minds. So look ahead, the next 12 months will be very cru- cru- uh, crucial in truly understanding the full impact of COVID-19 on extreme poverty, health care system, and hunger, and also the economy worldwide. It is clear, and now, and now more than ever, the world needs transparency, accountable, and honest global giving solutions. That is why education is a key focus for us this year not just the supporting access, the college education, but also educating on financial independency and how cryptocurrency can play a valuable tool to help achieve this, to empower human being. We, um, we've actually uniquely positioned to act as a pioneer and also shaper in both virtual and real, uh, real reality. And above all, we will be underpinning our work with investment in research, development, and education of financial inclusion, and using blockchain for good.
1: Awesome. So I want to talk to first about one element of good, one or one partnership. Um, about a month ago, I interviewed uh, Fareshta Faro, who was the is the founder of Code to Inspire. And I know you did a, um, a pilot program with them. Um, how has that pilot program to improve the lives of young women in Afghanistan been going? Um, what's the status and um, had the, what have been some of the successes um, on the Binance Smart Chain side with that project?
0: That's a very good question. First of all, She's an amazing woman. I would say with power, with vision, most important with strength in those tough environment. It's our pleasure to work with her. The project is going very well. We have been able to sponsor 100 families of CODE to inspire students with our cash assistance care package for three months. CODE to inspire students were able to create BUSD account using Trust the Wallet which was an eye-opening experience for them and us. Those students were the main breadwinner of their house, but also uh, lost their jobs due to the Taliban took over. Being able to send such aid so quickly first and handle those girls in a very transparent and private way was very important given the circumstances on the ground in Afghanistan for women. So when the whole financial infrastructure is broken with Taliban down there, actually we were able to help students to help them to shape a new future. So this is something actually, uh, it's our great pleasure to be able to support, you know, local strong, powerful, passionate women on this.
1: So through partnerships, education, and cash assistance, finance Charity is helping its causes achieve freedom. Why is blockchain technology an important part of achieving that freedom through social good and the creation of trust?
0: Jamel, this is a great question. First of all, for years, charities and nonprofits have rippled with trust issues from speculators and donors. Building transparency has become more important than ever for charity organizations and now blockchain technology lends itself as a crucial solution in the donation journey. Blockchain has prioritized the bringing greater transparency to the entire donation process. By bringing this new method of fundraising to the charity sector with a transparent, immutable, and fair platform, has increasingly imposed the new user experience for cryptocurrency donation and also donor affiliation to their cause. The concept is actually very simple and the application is applicable to global NGOs, initiatives, and campaigns. Blockchain will be a foundation of charity in the coming years. The technology provides real-world solution and transparency to the daily challenges facing nonprofit, such as effectiveness and efficiency. We're very proud by using our platform. We provide a record of all transactions on blockchain, making the donation process traceable, immutable, and reliable, and therefore rebuilding trust between donors and charitable organizations. We pass on 100% of the donation to people and project that they needed the most, whilst keeping zero to ourselves. basically zero fee in the whole process.
1: It's interesting that you mentioned efficiency and effectiveness. Long time ago, I I, um, got Lean Six Sigma certification. I never used it, uh, but I did become an efficiency expert. Um, and, you know, efficiency is important. And your organization, you know, you, you um, basically create last mile solutions um, for, for social projects. And I want to find out what, what last mile solutions means um, and how you scale them so quickly.
0: So, before I talk about last mile solution, going back, I want to maybe add to complement the efficiency and effectiveness. I want to mention two key numbers. Number one, um, for example, uh, you are now in uh, Ireland. If you want to give 100 uh, pounds, actually, to a poor girl in Africa, how much in the traditional uh, uh, charity organization, have a guess roughly how much of your 100 pound will end up in the hands of that poor girl?
1: 2%.
0: (laughs) Yeah, 2%, my Actually around 25%. But still, 75% it's not only just due to corruption, there's a lot of money actually caused due to ineffect- ineffectiveness and efficiency. We have been running millions actually on our platform for donation and supporting project in more than 20 countries during COVID when the whole infrastructure is breaking down. You know, supporting billions of masks, uh, oxygen tank, you know, around the globe. Actually, we only have a, a team less than five people. So this is really showing why actually technology has a very important role in terms of providing the efficiency and effectiveness on this. And then when we say actually, the your donation go into the end beneficiary, it's not just we're seeing everything is transparent, recorded by the technology on the platform. So, this, we actually, we can avoid auditors. You don't need it because everything, technology helped us to do the work. So, this thing, um, going back to your previous question, I want to complement, you know, with some real figures to talking about efficiency and effectiveness. So, going back to what you said on the last mile solutions, this is a very good question. Um. Uh, the Code to Inspire and Binance Charity share the same value regarding imposing greater gender equality, quality education, and also using crypto to empower women to access financial resource and bridge the digital divide. All of that those are aligned with our work, especially financial inclusion of women while rights are being taken. We understood the crypto is a young industry require more research and development to fully understand and unlock the true potential of its impact for good. However, we know connectivity, education, and access to crypto infrastructure is still a barrier for many people who could benefit greatly from the adoption of cryptocurrency you might ask you know with how about people without actually a smartphone how can they access the crypto wallet i want to be very transparent that's actually it is a barrier that's why we're working with established partners to invest in research and find new innovative ways to connect uh, vulnerable communities to benefit of the crypto so this is still technology looking for application And our approach basically is to partner with the top academic institution to foster innovation hubs to develop blockchain-based solution for major social issues and help solve some of the current barriers to the blockchain for good application. And the other approach is also the community wallet. Millions of women and men across Africa participate in saving groups. uh, consistent of years or decades of weekly savings, lendings, borrowings, and collective investment. And yet most of these groups uh, do not use formal financial services. They are not in the current financial infrastructure, meaning their uh, hard earning savings are subject to only low return, low security options, Despite the potential and desire to achieve more, which they need the most. Those groups are called Village Saving and Loan Associations. So, our projects, such as Working with Care, were able to support in poverty uh, communities who face even more adversity as a result of COVID 19. Through those saving groups, we empower vulnerable people to grow opportunities and work together to improve their lives. We will be opening cryptocurrency wallet to establish uh, the uh, VSLAs rather than individuals, with uh an injection of crypto vouchers, people will be able to invest in growing their enterprise.
1: The village wallet—it's awesome. That's a that's that—that's a good solution. I like that. Um, yeah, I had a friend on um in December, and uh, she does a lot has done a lot of work with communities, uh, that's in the U.S. So I can see that. And I think it might really, really work well. So that's a great idea. Um, So also
0: to comment on that, I think one of our key approach uh, we actually we truly believe the importance actually working with the end individuals to actually work closely uh, working with them to develop solutions with them. So this is working going to the village. is really understanding what they need the most and developing the solution with them together. It's not just bringing some ideas in our mind and just to implement in you know, a third, uh, developing countries. It's actually. Uh, station there, working with them, understand what's their current infrastructure, and develop something really worked under their circumstances.
1: Great, awesome. So um, my, I have a, I've had a, the same limited view, and, and you, you mentioned, I'm going to go back to the five pillars, because you mentioned five pillars, and I've always had this min- mindset in crypto that blockchain for social good does three things it is uh banking the unbanked or if you're in the u.s unbanking the banked. um it is a voice for the voiceless which is where i come in and then it is um identity for the unidentified right so um and like i said i believe that's over simplistic but that's the way i understand it so um let me talk about the five pillars How do the five pillars fit into those three promises? And are there additional promises that I haven't thought about that I should be thinking about?
0: Very good question. Those actually fit into our uh, core pillars, particular three things. Number one, banking for the unbanked basically is to closing the poverty gap. Number two, identity for the unidentitized. That is closing the poverty gap, that's to educate future now. And thirdly, voice for those voiceless, which is all of those core pillars, including the natural world. And the missing empowerment through the application of new technologies ensure you, we are not just working on the last mile solutions, but also to bring in disadvantaged communities to the forefront of the digital revolution. This is also, I would say, summarized is really leaving no one behind.
1: Awesome. So, and I would say, you know, with the with the conversation about the village wallet and with the poverty, you know, if we shift gears a little bit from Binance Charity to Unido, you know, what are some of the same initiatives you're involved with? Some of the some of the different initiatives with the industrialization of Africa. And how is that going?
0: Uh, I think after all, what is very important is always to put people's development at first. And then if we look at the the world, post-Second World War, you know, through the Second Industrial Revolution, uh countries in asia you know the asia for tigers china et cetera they were able to benefit from the second industrial revolution through industrialization by creating millions of jobs you know for the bottom billion people that is the jump start of those countries economic transformation and then let's look at the third industrial revolution which is the internet based Um, uh, countries like america asia you know, we are cel- even in Europe, we're celebrating the technological advancement. But then, if we're looking at the bottom billion people, the world actually becoming worse because 1% of the population actually started holding 90% of the global wealth. So now we're in the year at the beginning to shape the fourth industrial revolution. It's very important to understand we should leave no one behind. It's actually our duty in our generation with the fourth industrial revolution to put people first, to thinking how we can really bridge the social gap actually has been created so far. We need to live a better world for our future generation. So uh, I think it's very important actually thinking about how to empower the bottom billion people through blockchain, making them not just only beneficiaries, making them a player in the fourth industrial revolution instead of giving them fish to teach them how to get the fish making them up so that's why we're actually working very actively uh, our charity in under developing countries working with them want them to play a very important role and then also give you another example through nft you know we have uh, talent we have actually talented artists in africa Through our platform, they actually they were able to you know earn um you know huge uh, amount of money. And then when they earn that money, they actually they were used to be not able to even to support their own painting. But now with the money they earn, they actually bringing that money to the training schools to teach more uh, kids on the street to do more art etc. So that's something we see actually NFT is a technological um. Renaissance actually for art. Why is that? It's very simple because if you look at today, the art you know, industry uh, it's still the same industry, the same infrastructure post-Second World War. Why is that? For example, you are in um, Ireland. If you want, let's say if you are a, a talented artist, um, um, uh, Jamil, and if you want your art to be known globally, you need to definitely find a good gallery and then find a good economic mechanism, work with them. For them taking your art, you probably have to commit maybe the next five years, all your paintings, work with them. And then they need to uh, uh also work with certain um, uh other galleries and also maybe museums you know to show your art etc but then now with this covid the world actually the travel issues probably your art will not be seen and then actually the there's so many third party being involved. And then actually, with the painting you created, when people actually pay for that, a lot of the proceeds will go into those intermediaries. You actually wouldn't get a lot of the earnings. That's why, you know, in throughout the history, we see a lot of artists, they actually suffering, you know, through the, um, while they're alive, but the, today with blockchain is very different with our nft platform the the african artist i mentioned you know you know he can just put on their art on our platform he does he did not need a, other intermediaries he doesn't need a galleries to recognize his art you know people around the globe you know can just recognize that and then decide the value of that and then appreciate that so this is really a truly technological revolution bring taking out all the barriers for the art for people's inspiration to across globally
1: i really 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 struggle with this one um because what you're saying is let me see if i get this right you're saying that the art um the NFT art you consider as a renaissance as a revolution as an opportunity for the artist and where i sit i see it as a way for vcs to make money for themselves and not care about art so you know it's a it's a convoluted industry right now so how should we be looking at it from the perspective of okay what is renaissance and what's the money grab
0: I think we are a transparent platform providing, actually lowering the barriers. For example, like uh, what I said, if whatever you go to Binance platform, Binance only takes 1%, actually, uh, you know, as the transaction platform fee. 99% of your, uh, uh, actually, of your proceed will go back to you. And clearly, working with Binance, you can also choose the charity you want to give to donate. So. There's no VC involved in this whole process at all.
1: Got it. Okay, great. Awesome. So Binance NFTs are for artists for good, which is great.
0: Um exactly. This is why actually when you work traditionally with the art gallery, there are actually you are working with VCs. VC probably take uh you have to agree 50% of your proceeds goes to them before they decided to exhibit your art, but we don't do that. This is why I'm saying, you know, this is an art renaissance. You know, we actually lowering people's barriers. You know, people, they were not able to access to galleries and then they're not willing to pay for the fees to all those VCs and third parties. Now with this transparent platform, your art can be shown globally by users around the globe.
1: That's great. I love it. And then also, um, I don't know if you are familiar uh, or aware, um, I saw some recent, I knew Binance wanted to enter the, the DeFi space and noticed that they recently um, took on a position, a governance position with the AVE protocol and brought that into Binance. I don't know if that's going to have an impact on the Binance charity or Binance NFTs. Um, any idea there?
0: As i mentioned i think right now we're still in the year the technology looking for application the way we position ourselves is an industry shaper you know an entrepreneur we actually want to test uh, a lot of the new ideas with our charity and also our nft platform because and then we want to set up hopefully you know with those testing some of them will work and then with those worked project is going to become a successful example for the bigger snowballing effect for the whole industry to develop so actually well very uh, well, it's our great pleasure see um talented people coming into this space developing more infrastructures into this and also we for us we want to remind them you know now, with the fourth Industrial revolution, it's very important to uh, to understand technology should work for people. It's all about how to put people first and then to uh, to to make sure the technology should attract the best of the humanity, which is empathy and also creativity and also the innovation. That's the most important thing
1: Couldn't agree more. This is awesome. So um, yeah. So I want to th- I wanna th- I wanna well I wanna thank you very much for your time today. This has been an amazing conversation. Um, I'm looking forward to to keeping up the date on all the things that that Binance Charity does that you guys do because this is amazing. Um, I do have one last question. Um, how can people find out more information about you, about what you do, about what, what Binance Charity does, the initiatives you do? How can how can they begin to do that?
0: Uh it's very simple. They just go to finance.charity our website, and then they can reach us through there and all our projects that are there. And then actually I want to thank actually during our donation. Uh actually we've got a lot of volunteers, you know, in the uh social community, you know, help us. You know, it's all about what building a new world for our future generation. It's our Great pleasure, actually, work with so many of you, and also thank you very much, Jamel. You know, inviting us for the call to sharing what actually a technology can create more value to make the world a better place.
1: You're very welcome, and and thank you very much for your time today.
0: Quite. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on Twitter at Irish underscore Tech News on Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash Irish Tech News. On LinkedIn, LinkedIn.com forward slash company forward slash Irish tech news. On Instagram, Instagram.com forward slash Irish And on TikTok, TikTok.com forward slash at